Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, still here. Inside the 10 o'clock hour on WFAN. So the Dodgers season is on the brink. They're about to be done and... I can't help but to think about how we're talking about, you know, the Yankees and how bad their hitting was and how you need all of these hitters. Well, I don't care if you have Freddie Freeman. I don't care if you have Mookie Betts. You need pitching. And what happened to the Dodgers pitching? They have two guys that are undergoing Tommy John surgery while they're recovering now. Tony Gosselin, Tommy John. Walker Bueller, Tommy John. And Julio Urias, Domestic violence, goodbye. You're completely done, gone. They had to trade for Lance Lynn at the deadline, but it's like, Lance Lynn? Ugh. Clayton Kershaw is cooked. He's washed. He's done. They've trotted out a bunch of young guys to pitch. Like It it goes both ways. You can't have one without the other. In the postseason, that's what I talked about last night watching the Rangers. You need somebody that's got the experience like a Nady Valdi, former Yankee, that can go out there and say, this moment is not too big for me. I've done this before. I'm going to go out there and shove against an Orioles lineup that has been pretty prolific. And then the Rangers go up there with guys like Corey Seager, postseason experience, hitting home runs, Garcia home run, low home run, like hitting the ball out of the ballpark. That's the game. So uh, come on, J.D. Martinez, hit a four-run home run. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a grand slam to tie the game. You can't do it. You got to get some guys on base. But all right, you just heard Marco Belletti with the update. When I was out on paternity leave, I was listening to the fan. Uh, Marco is one of our great people here at WFAN, been here for years, and he's a great Yankee fan. There's not a single day that he doesn't come in here repping the Yanks with his Yankee hat on. And I appreciate his thoughts and his takes. And he's a little bit older than me, so he's seen the Yankees Longer than me. Like, he's seen the 80s. I didn't see the 80s. He even got to see Donnie Baseball and, you know, those years before the dynasty. And I listened to Marco fill in one night and do a show. I don't know if you were filling in me for me or maybe, I don't know when it was, but I loved, I loved his show because he basically was calling out all the things that the Yankees were doing. I could tell you, you were prepared. You had it all together. And he was telling Yankee fans, no, no, you're not going to reel me in. You're not going to fool me. Fool me once. Can't fool me again. What I say is don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Marco, please go back to May and your thought process and some of the things that the Yankees tried to do a second time, a third time, a fourth time, a fifth time that you just knew weren't going to work. Look, I, I think going back to it, it was even in the offseason. Like it was the idea that they didn't address. We knew what the holes were. Go back to the year before in the ALCS. When you watched them in the playoffs, you knew what the holes were is because they couldn't hit any 
50 strikeouts in two games. They got through the Guardians because the Guardians stink. They had about a buck 90. They couldn't get through that season. It took them five to get through against a team that was really inferior. Then they faced the Astros, and they, I mean, really, they got embarrassed is what they got. So when you go into the offseason, you knew what the holes were. Mm -hmm. We knew what the holes were. Everybody knew what they were. And they turned around and said, you know what? As long as we bring back Aaron Judge off 62 homers and Anthony Rizzo off a career-high tying 33 homers, we'll be fine. Well, how did you get better? What exactly got you over the top? What exactly got you Carlos at, at all? And see, to me, that's where... <laughs> and it's not just because, you know, you look back at hindsight and you go, oh, well, how did you know he was going to be bad? It had nothing to do with whether he was going to be good or bad. You went into the season with a hole at third base in Josh Donaldson. Don't give me he was going to rebound because you knew damn well that he couldn't rebound. So you had a hole at third. What do you mean? What do you mean? They said you'd be crazy to uh, think that Josh Donaldson look, wouldn't have a bounce back year. I find it hard to believe that everybody inside the organization is that stupid. I find it difficult to believe because there is no way <laughs> you can give me whatever rate chase and spin velocity and barrel percentage you want to give me. The guy was cooked and you saw it. He couldn't catch up to a fastball. He cheated constantly. Every once in a while, you would get a slider that was a cement mixer and he would hit it out. Yep. Of course he barreled that up. He barreled it up because he was out in front of fastballs that he couldn't catch up to, if that makes sense, because he was cheating. The guy was done. His swing is gone. You had to know that. So you had a hole there. You had a hole in left field you didn't even know what to do with. Oh, well, you know what? Yeah, we'll figure it out. What do you mean you'll figure it out? When are you going to figure it out? At what point? So you didn't want to bring any young kids up. You didn't want to sign anybody. You wanted to play this halfway game and say, we're right back to the same team we were. No, you weren't. The mirage was the first half of last year right. when they were 30 Playing games way over. above their heads. That was the mirage. Being compared the to the great Yankee oh, teams of the past stop. that were on the same pace and stop. won the World Series. It's nonsense, and you had to know it. That's what I mean. That's why I find it difficult to believe that the Yankees didn't know it. They knew it, they saw it, and they tried to pull the wool over our eyes and say, you know what, you just don't get it. Look, we know what we're doing. We were back in the ALCS again. You don't. You don't know what you're doing. Because all you're doing is relying on two guys. And you saw when Judge went down, when Rizzo went down, there was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing all the way up and down that lineup. So and Maybe you know, three runs. Be lucky. Three was the magic number, I was saying. If you could get three runs out of the team. It, it, it's really, it, it's embarrassing that you can go into a season doing that. And then all season long, when they were, I mean, it was basically crying for you to try to get some sort of infusion of life. Whether it was in the minor leagues, whether it was make a trade. And you consistently trotted out. Mid-level players, the IKFs of the world, the, I, I mean. Franchi Cordero, Willie Calhoun, and, Billy McKinney, and Greg you, Allen, and Jake you, Bowers. I, I'm going to know their names forever from this season. And how are these guys at any point critical major league players on your roster? Never. Never. No, no, for any no, team. no one wanted them. So it's good to have those guys as a fifth outfielder, fourth outfielder, whatever. Utility guy. Those are all good. But you put four or five of those guys in the lineup on a consistent basis, every night. And you tried to explain to everybody, no, 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 it'll work. It won't work. And then when everything went completely south, then you went into the minor league system and you told me, Jason Dominguez, who wasn't ready all year, is now ready because we need to put some asses in the seats. That's why he's ready. Yep. So you don't know they what the hell you're doing. Breaking in case of emergency. <laughs> the Martian. Release the Martian. And then you, afterwards you want to say, well, you know what? You have to have trust in us. Why? You give me no reason to trust you. And I don't want to hear about your track record from 30 years ago. Right now, what you're doing in the last year or two, I understood the moves that you made in 17. I understood the moves you made in 18. I don't have to agree with everything, but I got to see the plan. Your plan last year was, well, that's not a plan. 
That's not a plan because that's what they went into it. Uh, I think it might work. No, it won't. No, good, it won't. Uh, good, could could be good Come enough. On. Come on. Again, and it's not hard to see. It's not like you you know you needed a, no Shadamas for this one. This was easy to see the writing on the wall. You've got older players that are injury prone, and you've got nothing behind them. But and we you got went one out and young got nothing. guy. Anthony Volpe played nine games in AAA. He'll he'll do it. He can and, he can help. And you asked the rookie to be the missing piece to the whole thing because he was the only different bat in the lineup, one through nine. He was the only difference when you walked into the season. Everybody else was exactly the same. You asked a rookie to be the difference between being in the ALCS and getting over the hump. Basically, to get back into playoffs and to bring you a title for the first time since 2009, you put it all on a rookie. And why? Because he's a Jersey kid? Stop it. Stop it. You Marketing. had to know that that wasn't going to be the answer. It's cool for opening day. <sighs> <laughs> and it goes back to, so, so what exactly is the point of the Yankees season? Is it to be good enough? Is it to just be part of the conversation? Is it to maybe make the playoffs? Like, when did we go into the season going, well, if they can get a wild card? That, Yo, that's like, I don't that's know. That's the goal. That's why I said, how did we get here, bro? To like, oh, well, they, they, they finished over 500. I mean, again, look, that's nice and all. You want to say 30 years of over? I hear you. I'm listening. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's an also. That's after you win a title and you go, you know what? By the way, it's been 30 years since we were under five. Oh, that's cool. That's like a little addendum to the end of your season when right. you had a great year. When you're when you're swimming and treading water, I don't want to hear about what well, we won 82 games. Nobody cares. You walked into the season telling me we were four games away from a World Series. We know what the hell we're doing. And then after the year is over, you go, you know what? Finished over 500. <laughs> Two games, no. barely. And you lose the last series to the Kansas City Royals that tied their worst Season in franchise history with 106 losses. Unacceptable. That's the point. That's All of this is completely and totally unacceptable. And then after it's over, now you get, well, we sat down for three days. We really had some tough conversations. And we're going to figure things out. We won't make major changes. No, no, no. We're not going to really look into the way we do things. We don't want to We don't want to audit ourselves. We're going to look at how other people do it and maybe try to incorporate that in. And you know what? The big thing that so far we've taken away with... We need better diets for our players in the clubhouse and maybe some places for them to sleep. And better communication between the coaches and the players and the research and I say this in all seriousness. <laughs> I really I'm not I'm not joking about this. I say this in all seriousness. I feel like everyone inside the organization has gotten way too fat and they're way too hung up in whatever haughty toddy life that they <laughs> are in. You know what? You need people that actually understand what it is that's going on. I'll volunteer myself if you'd like. You don't have to have a big salary. Get somebody in there that when you bring this forth and you go, we're going to talk about this, they can slap you with some reality and say, nobody wants to hear this. I'm trying I on the fan. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, Marco. There is no one <laughs> on earth that is a Yankee heroes. fan that wants to hear about the diet of your players and what amenities they have in the clubhouse. We don't care. Do we know that that's important? Sure. Is that something that's necessary? Of course. Do you have to have your own plane? Sure. We want the players comfortable. You know what? We don't care how you do that. You're supposed to know how to do that. Right. You're supposed to figure that out. I don't want to hear about that. Don't talk That's about it. That's not Say why less. they failed. They didn't fail because they didn't have the right chicken for dinner. They failed because you didn't give them a left they fielder. They hit 220. They That's why three they failed. runs. You didn't have the team. You didn't have the depth. You didn't put together a team. So you just said something, and it goes back to what I kept saying during the season. Comfort is the enemy of progress. They're too comfortable. They're going through the motions. And you know what? They can't admit fault. They can't come to terms with, this is our fault. No one's ever said that from the Yankee brass. 
And that's, again, part of the reality that I feel like they need. They need someone in there that's a breath of fresh air. And it's not just get Brian Cashman or get – it's top to bottom. The entire organization needs somebody to walk in and say, guys, what you're doing does not work right now. Did it work 30 years ago? Did it work 20 years ago? It did. Things have changed a bit. Unless you move on, unless you're willing to admit we've made mistakes – because at some point, when you say we sat down and we had difficult conversations, the first conversation should have been, guys, I'm watching the playoffs this year. I'm watching Bryce Harper for the last few years. Every time he comes up, he's a major cog. Everyone, mm-hmm. he's the, the beacon of light for Major League Baseball for the playoffs. Why didn't we want to talk to this guy? Not only not sign him, we didn't even want didn't to talk to him. him. Guy was calling us to say, I want to be a Yankee. Why exactly We're is he not a pitcher? Because we had Clint Frazier, Jacoby Ellsbury, Aaron Hicks. Just stop there. Those three names now, this you is, mentioned? <laughs> again, it's not revisionist history. It was at the time. What the hell are we doing that this was not a player? Brian Cashman we, said he wasn't looking for another outfielder. He got tired of people asking because right. Yankee fans were making Arrogance. jerseys right. with number 34 on the back. And it made no sense then, and it makes no sense now. And if you can't stop and go, you know what? That type of decision, that type of miss arrogant, can destroy an, an organization for 10 years. You would made that decision. So now we need to go back and figure out why the hell we made that decision for the last six, seven years. Because the same guys that told you, Bryce Harper, we don't even need to have the conversation. We need to give up four prospects to bring in Joey Gallo. Same guys. Same guys. And then you're going to tell me about well, analytics makes sense. No, 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 no. Analytics makes sense when you know how to use the numbers. Right. You obviously don't know how to use them. So I need you to sit down and explain every part of it. It's just like anything else where you go, if I'm a boss and everything is running 100% smooth all the time and we're always making quota or whatever the hell it is, I'm not really an office guy, we're getting to wherever we need to go, where all these numbers are right, okay? When things start to go bad, I never questioned it when everything's right. When things go bad... I need to now know your process. Yeah. Now, now the math. How did ain't you math get ain't. here? Let's let's go back and How break down this equation. Here? And I don't care if it's a difficult conversation. I need to seriously break you down and go every step of the way. And if you cannot explain to me why the hell Frankie Montas and Joey Gallo and Sonny Gray were the guys that you targeted in the last few years to get you over the top, and yet you let players like Bryce Harper and Manny Machado didn't even want to talk oh. to them to begin with, Marco, you can't do that. We need to know. You got to look at Brian Cashman's resume from 1998. Uh, you can't. You can't question him. Uh, See, again, that's why, like, I'm not going to throw this all at the feet of cash and say, like, you've completely lost it. No. But at some point, you've got to answer to all these mistakes. You've got to answer to all the decisions that you made. I'm going to give you credit for the Clay Holmes of the world, for the Wandy Peraltas of the world. I give you credit for that. But here's the thing. That's your job. So I can't give you credit for one part and then say I'm absolving you of all the mistakes that you made. You're supposed to field a good team. You're supposed to make good moves to make the team successful. That's your job. Now, I didn't say it was an easy job, but it's your job, and you get paid handsomely for it. Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to answer for not only the players that you've brought here, but for the players that you did not. And I need to know your thought process to why. And no one has still explained to me why they thought that some of those guys made sense and why they didn't make sense. Why did Yoshida not be a guy that they targeted Bro. in the offseason for left field? Now, again, I was screaming this before the season started. Guy had a pretty good year. Yeah, he went to be a last-place Boston Red Sox. Now, you telling me you couldn't have added a guy that hit 290 and drove in 75 runs and hit yeah. probably what he had, about 15 homers? He probably would hit 20 in Yankee Stadium, you just assume. They need that type of player. And it's not old school, everybody's got to hit 300. No. You need, here's the a, here's a funny part, quality baseball players. 
That's what he is. And that's what the Yankees lack. They have a bunch of guys that their barrel rate percentage is good when they actually put the bat on the ball. But everybody doesn't know how to actually play baseball. That's a problem. Because you got two guys in that lineup that do. That's a serious problem. Can't wait for the uh, end of the season press conference. for. And when is that coming? And look, we're in October. If you haven't decided, wait till the World Series. If you haven't decided what Aaron Boone's fate is, nonsense. No, you he's have. back. No, but see, Sean they haven't Casey said it. Back. They haven't said it. They're all back. And at some point, Hal Steinbrenner and not at whatever Invesco, whatever the hell you're doing with Randy Levine and whatever is going on, Sportico, and you're complaining about in Florida and Tampa Bay not spending their revenue money. When in reality, yeah, why are you talking about field, that? They're shoving it up your ass. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You need to have a press conference and stand up there, and you need to explain all the things that you're doing. We don't have to agree, but you need to tell us. You're the same guy that said, I don't understand why you're upset. Well, you know what? Now you know everybody's upset. Now you got to stand up there, and you've got to explain why you're keeping Cashman, why you're keeping Aaron Boone, and why this offseason will actually be different than the last few, where you made one move every offseason and said, that's the move that gets us over the top. See, but that Either was go the difference, or Marco. The writing was on the wall for the fans in the third week of, of June. How said that, oh, it's the third week of June. I don't know why you're so upset. Because we could see what was coming from the offseason to April, May, June. I wish he never said that because it's just like, look where we are now in the coming up on the Which, second week, third again, week of October. Look, look, I know PR and they sit down and they have all their conversations and they do all this stuff. But I wonder if maybe the PR people are a little out of touch too. Like at some point, don't you just want to talk to a regular person and go, what do you want to hear? I want to hear winning above all. That's all I want to hear. Now, I know as a realist and as a human being, I'm well aware that you need to turn a profit. I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. I get that. It's business. I, right. We know that. But don't tell me that. Yeah, we know it's that. Really We're simple. handing you money anyway. That's really simple. We know you're trying to make a profit. We understand that. If you're going to go, look, we can't have a $600 million payroll. We get it. We don't want to hear it, but we get it. But we need to hear what you're trying to do to actually get wins on the field to be able to get a title. That's what we want to hear about. We don't care about the amenities. We don't care about how they fly. We don't care about what chamber that they lay in in the water to fix their body. We don't care. We don't care their diet. We don't. We care about what's going to get good players onto the team, onto the field, and see winning product. That's what we want. That's every fan. That's all we want. Consistent production. We don't care about anything else. We don't care what their names are. We don't care what numbers they have on. We don't care about any of the laundry. It's winning. That's what we care about. Winning. Figure out a way to explain to us how you try to win. That's it. I don't want to hear about anything else. Yeah. Well, opening day is coming up, or not opening day, <laughs> open house for Yankee season ticket holders, bleacher creatures. You guys know what that is. Open house when you get to come in the stadium and they try and sell you packages for next year, upgrade your package. And for Christmas, you get 50% off the uh, Yankee store. Yankees, if you hear me, I'll host a Q&A. We can all come together and powwow. You don't have to pay me a thing. I'll show up. We'll pass the mic around. We'll get right to it. Again, see, it'll never happen. But that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> this stuff, like you know, the, the tickets to whatever, the bucket of chicken. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And I'm not alone. How many people out there right now that you look? I don't care. Bum, if, you, bum, bum, if you tell me, look, if you tell me that the team is going to be out on the field and not just tell me, like actually see it, and they're going to win 112 games and they're going to win World Series, bro. The entire restaurant, wherever you want to call it, Yankee Stadium, is. A hot dog and a Pepsi. That's all you got. You can't drink. You can't do this. You can't do that. I think we'd sign up. I don't know about the beer. I think every, everybody else would sign up. As long as you had beer, Pepsi, hot dog, done. 100 wins, title. 
You need to figure out how to win. We don't care about the nonsense. None Can, of us do. Can uh, I interest you in a 99 burger? No. <laughs> All right, we got to take avocado a break. avocado toast? Who we cares? Got, <laughs> we got to take a break. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to 1019 FM. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. This is KM to AM, a five-hour sports talk show. Call me up and join the show. 877-337-6666. We've got eyes on the postseason. The Diamondbacks, they're the Cinderella story that the Orioles thought they were. Hmm. I also am watching the New York Liberty struggle. And I'm just reminded that this is New York and we can't have nice things. They're down 73-52 in the finals, game two, to the Las Vegas Aces. It's a five-game series, so the whole hopes and, you know, talk that I had about maybe these women bringing us a championship. It's on thin ice now, but let's get back to the phones. We got a football season, or do we? (laughs) We're in the middle of a football season or in the early stages of a football season on both sides that we're not sure uh, what it's going to be. You know, Daniel Jones' neck hurts, Darren Waller. It's just not getting any easier for your New York Giants. Chris is in Woodbridge. What's up, Chris? You're on the fence. Hey, how you doing? I just wanted to ask you if you could name five quarterbacks that uh, Daniel Jones is better than. Five qu- starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Well, we'll start with Zach Wilson, um, Desmond Ritter, uh, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, and um, I'm blanking on. The last one. There's got to be one. He might be five. <laughs> he might be. It might be. I don't know. Uh, Blake, it's, um, it'll come to me. There's got to be another guy. He's he's he come. Oh, Mac Jones. Yeah, Connor comes in with it. Mac Jones. There's your five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but the thing is, uh, besides Zach Wilson too, because uh, Aaron Rodgers would have started on the Jets. Right. Zach Wilson's not supposed to be a starting quarterback. That's tough, man. He's a $40 million guy. He's making more than more than half of the quarterbacks in this league. And you just name like a bunch of rookies and yeah, you know, guys even that haven't Ritter played. Three and two. He's three and two on the Hawks. Yeah, in his second so. year. And uh, I don't know. I just think that that kid is he's hit or miss and he's got a ton of talent around him. But yeah, no, Daniel Jones so far hasn't played well and his offensive line hasn't played well and he doesn't have as much talent 
uh, to throw the ball as we thought to. And it's just not what we expected at all. There was a lot of hype coming off of that playoff win. It was a lot of hype coming off of the season he had last year where he had to earn it and he did earn it and they paid him. And this is not what you were paying for. This is not a good return on investment. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has two touchdown passes in five I, games. I can't believe that either. I was on the fan saying, oh, Darren Waller? I'm like, he's going to throw at least 10, 15 touchdown passes to Darren Waller. Paris Campbell going deep. Jalen Hyatt going deep. They got a bunch of receivers. Wandale Robinson coming back. Slayton. Shep is still there. He's not throwing to Richie James and David Sills anymore. Daniel Jones is going to light it up. Daniel, you'll see. He's going to I said, I said, set the over-under at like 23 touchdowns for Daniel Jones passing this season. Nope. And he took 28 sacks in five games. I know, and I heard Tiki going through game by game, which ones were his fault. And I'm like, it's, it's bad. It's all bad. There's nothing good to say right now with the New York Giants. I, I tried to find things in the Miami game, like they – they created turnovers. They won the turnover battle. But that's bad when you actually win the turnover battle and you still lose by that much. Like, I'm still searching for, like, a, a bright spot. Uh, I know the bright spot. The bright spot is that Saquon Barkley comes back and we're going to start winning games, just like last year. When he led the league in rushing, the Giants were 7-2. and two. Right, because this offense cannot operate without him, right? Like, you, you can't run this offense without the threat of your home run hitter hitting home runs. Like, you need Saquon Barkley so everything else can work off of him, right? Saquon can go get you a yard. You don't have to try and QB sneak with Daniel Jones. You hand the ball to Saquon, he's going to get that yard. Saquon can go make a play, juke a defender, break tackles, get you that extra yardage you need on a check down, on a screen. So, yeah, last year they were able to, in the beginning, when they were trying to find their identity, hand him the ball 30 times and find success. That's why he wanted his money. He's like, I'm a huge part of this offense. And, uh, and Daniel Jones runs off of him. Right. Daniel Jones is That's able to run free. Yeah, Daniel, jo- Daniel Jones is able to run free because all the defenders are keying on Saquon. It, they won the playoff game because Daniel Jones rushed the ball 17 times. Yeah, you can run zone read. You can... Fake it to Saquon, uh, play action. I, I mean, it's, Saquon is the heart of the offense. He is uh, their identity, and they don't have him right now. And Matt Breida, I was telling y'all right away, I'm like, Matt Breida, I was watching Matt Breida run, and I'm like, there were some openings. Even though the offensive line isn't great, there was some grass, and he was just falling down, or he didn't have the burst to get to the next level. I'm like, Saquon clears some of that. Like, Saquon, if Saquon was healthy, those games would be different. So if Saquon's definitely playing this week against the Bills, I don't know because I, I thought he was playing last week when he was questionable on Friday and then we get to the weekend and he doesn't play. I've been on record saying, why why even play against the Bills? Give it another week and be ready to go against the Commanders who you could beat. And then you got the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got the Jets versus Giants game. You We need all the dogs ready. We need all our horses in the stable for that one on both sides. So I don't know. Is it confirmed that he's playing? Is it out there? Did I miss that, that Saquon is definitely going to play this week? I mean, I know he's practicing, but he's been practicing the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, Dable said today, or um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's confirmed that Saquon Barkley is going to play, and the injury report won't come out uh, until Thursday or Friday. So thanks for the call, Chris. 877-337-337. 6666. I'll check on the Giants reporters and see if anyone's saying that Saquon is leaning to 
towards playing, a part of me felt like he was gonna. You know, Darren Waller was out of practice. Saquon Barkley remains a limited participant. Part of me felt like Saquon was going to play this week no matter who the opponent was, the Buffalo Bills, you know, the Miami Dolphins, the Washington Commanders, because I saw him barking at fans in Miami in defense of Daniel Jones, the uh, distasteful Giants fans that were kind of celebrating Daniel Jones coming off the field with injury. Um, He used some choice words and was caught on video. I'm like, okay, this is a guy like, if he didn't care, like some people try to paint Saquon Barkley as like, oh, this guy doesn't care. He doesn't want to play. You know, he's he's not toughening it out or uh, championing it out. I don't even know a word for it. It's, it doesn't make any sense. It's like you can either play or you can't. Like you're either yourself and you're good to go or you're not. And it's not the 90s where you just spat it up, tape it up, tape your ankle, tape your cleat, um, take a quarter zone shot, especially when that offensive line looks like that, especially against these defenses you're going to face. But I don't think Saquon wants to miss any more time. He has practiced the last couple weeks. This team needs him, especially if it's Tyrod Taylor and not Daniel Jones. We got a break again. Keep McPherson on the fan. We'll be back after this. Here comes those arrogant Philadelphia Phillies Eagles fans from South Jersey to East Rutherford this Sunday. Keith McPherson on the fan checking back in. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night. Speaking of Philly, (laughs) you can probably figure out who the big shot of the night is. We've mentioned his name a ton in regards to the Yankees. Uh, Not even giving him a phone call. Not even hitting him up. Not even saying, hey, did you grow up a Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever? Would you like to come to Yankee Stadium and be wined and dined and offered $300 million? No, we we have enough outfielders. I'm, I'm not interested in another outfielder. Who said we were looking for another outfielder? No, we also don't want him to play first base. We have Mike Ford and Chris Carter and Jay Bruce and Luke Voigt and Greg Bird. And... <laughs> ah, this is fun. Let's take another call, though. Uh, Jets fans, call me up because, yeah, you're about to deal with the brotherly shove. You're about to deal with these arrogant fans that are going to be hyped up over the uh, Red October stuff and the Phillies most likely knocking off this historic Braves team. They're going to ride up the turnpike from Philly, Philly and tailgate and come into the stadium and they're going to tell you Zach Wilson sucks. It won't just be me and C-Mac. They're going to be telling you Zach Wilson sucks to your face, and you're going to watch your defense try and stop their running attack, and Sauce Gardner's going to have to try and stop A.J. Brown, and is D.J. Reed going to play? D.J. Reed has to play because Devontae Smith is another one. Uh, Skinny Batman, swole Batman. Like I'm telling you, it's not going to be sweet. The Eagles can go beat the Jets without breaking a sweat. But I know everybody's riding high off of the uh, Denver Broncos win. Turn the page. It's week six. Dominic on the Cove. What's up, man? You're on the fan. What's going on, Keith? Yeah, you know, uh, taking calls, talking sports, doing what they pay me to do. Yeah, I feel you. Another, I got to give you much respect. When you called in last night when you weren't sitting in traffic and you had Big Mac's back, 
appreciate that. Of course, I always friend. I got yeah, everybody's back. Brother. I got yeah. everybody's back, especially yeah, like you showed it last night. Yeah, last night you stepped up big. Well, yeah, I'm like yeah, I don't no, I don't do this, big. but you Alex, know, Alex needs to put him in the bathroom. He's a mush. That guy knows nothing. You know, clearly knows problem. nothing. And I didn't I didn't appreciate him trying to like the fat jokes. We don't need that. Like, what? Oh, no, it's, it's, it's so it's, it, come it's on, such a know? low. Yeah, it's it's low hanging fruit. A low blow. It's tasteless. It's like that Chris brings. You know, Chris is a knowledgeable fan. You know. He knows this yeah, stuff. Yeah, Chris is missed about, on the afternoon you know, he show. Chris like other guys is prepared. Yelling, loud. He's got great monologues. He he comes in ready to go. I'll be listening to his show tonight to hear what he's got to say about the Yankees. He reminds and, me another. He'll be the next Francesca. You know, you, Chris, you guys are the next generation. You know, you guys are definitely the, future the ones is that now. are paving it for the future. No doubt about it. You know. But I respect that, dude. I respect you having us back last night. That was huge. You know. It's a good friend. But uh, the Jets. What are we gonna do with Zach? Do you think we need to get rid of Zach? What do you? How do you feel so about it's not Zach? a. It's not a. Do I think we need to get rid of Zach? Right. The Kirk Cousins thing, I think, is another pipe dream. I don't think it's actually gonna happen. If you can make it happen, you absolutely make it happen. But like they defaulted into Zach Wilson. But like they, this was a this was a decision they made months ago because of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wanted to be the whole. Oh, uh, you know, I'm going to put my arm around this kid. I was texting this kid oh, last saw, year to tell him today. to we all take a break, get out of the building. You know, I'm I'm going to make sure this guy's ready to go when I'm done here. He's going to be QB2. Exactly. Don't bring a veteran to back me up in case my Achilles gives out. The first day of OTAs, I have a calf issue. That should have tipped everybody off that, hey, this guy is not what he used to be. But, you know, with Zach, he, he's your number two overall pick. He's supposed to be ready to play in year three. If you if you don't got it in year two, most NFL teams move on from you. But you know what? Enough excuses for the guy. I don't know why so many people are backing the guy still. I'm like, is it because he's a a, a cute little blonde haired blue eyed boy? Because no, other no, quarterbacks, he looks, he looks like they don't, boy. They don't get this type of they don't get this type of love after sucking. They don't get this consistent like Did back Sanchez and forth. Did Sanchez no. get it? Did Sanchez get any of that love? And no, he was better. He came out of USC. Of he was a better quarterback. He might be a better quarterback right now, ten years retired, than Zach Wilson. Oh, no physically doubt. No is. doubt about it, Keith. No doubt about it. Sanchez, I wish Sanchez got the chances at three years in, uh, that this kid's getting. You know, Zach, Zach Wilson uh, completes basic passes. Tyler Conklin is open and he hits him, and people are like, "See, he's going to be a star. He's progressing. He's got arm I have one talent." Last comment when you're done. You know why he sweats so much? Because he's a fraud. He's a phony. He's fugazi. Yeah, because he came out of BYU in Utah playing in front of no one in the COVID season. He got handed the keys to the New York Jets with no one to challenge him. Negligent. Irresponsible on the Jets to not have somebody there for him to learn how to be a pro from. And you know what? He learned the hard way last year because he was arrogant at times last year. He got humbled. And now at least I like his attitude this time around. But it's like, man, you're gonna waste two years of this Jets team. They brought in more talent. Oh, look, at, look at look at look at McCole Hardman, man. Oh, McCole so Hardman came here to team. play with Aaron Rodgers. There's, so much, there's, there's, there's a whole roster of guys who came here. It, it's nuts. But I feel bad for my boy Joey Bay. The fourth play of the season, this guy goes out all summer what a disaster. long. We had a list. All oh the pain. my god! Can you tell? Can you? I mean, it's insane. I was. I read the book, the the secret. When you say like positive things happen, when you think positive Jets fans, it, it, it's sad, man. It really is. Only 
happened the craziest thing, bro. He's never been hurt his whole career. Vinny Testaverde, Vinny Testaverde being out there on that field with the Jets jersey, shaking Aaron Rodgers' hand. That is oh the craziest part of all of it. It's like oh, if you ever like you ever seen like Freaky Friday or these movies where like something happens and people like switch bodies or things like it's like he passed the Achilles injury on to him like your you turn. Ever, I mean, could they have planned it any better? Never mind, you know, the beginning of the season. Could you ever he's never been hurt. His whole year never had never has been hurt. Plays every Four game. Four plays in been- 75 seconds in is nuts. Isn't I'll never, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I've told the story of it on the fan since it happened. I, I didn't see the play. Games. They're worried about him playing preseason games. Right. The fourth play of the first yeah, game. Yeah, be humble. He He's telling Jihad Ward, I don't know you. I never heard of you. All right, well, I'm playing. Um, You're going to have to take a seat. But, <laughs> yeah, I did not see the play. I The Yankees-Red Sox game got postponed, and I'm talking to the bosses here at WFAN, and – they're like, you got to go on. And I'm like, I'm already on my way. I just sat down to watch Monday Night Football. I saw the theatrics. I saw Aaron Rodgers' first play, like, get out of trouble, throw it away. And then they postponed the Yankees game. I picked my bag up. I got in the car. I turned on ESPN Radio because they have the broadcast of the game. And they're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, they're bringing out a cart. I'm like... I'm adjusting the radio. I'm, I'm going I'm back to. I don't like to see anyone get hurt. Excuse me. I'm not trying to. No, laugh but at it was injured, nuts, you know? dude. It's like, it's, I could not it's believe Jets what I was hearing. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Incredible. J E T S. Just end the season. If I ever saw his face at the gate when he went down like that, I, I oh my God. The whole Jets Nation, man. And that's why they're all saying. Back, Zach. You don't know what you're talking about. The the locker room's got his back. They made T-shirts this time that say "I got your back." But if Kirk Cousins walked through that door, he would learn that playbook in a week. Did you guys not watch quarterback? I keep hearing that too. Before we go to break, thanks for the call, Dom. Before we go to break, and I think I heard C Mac say this last night. Do you guys think football is like calculus? Do you think learning play calls? And how to call plays and schemes is like learning how to speak German. It's not. If you're, I don't think it's going to happen, but you're crazy if you think Kirk Cousins can't come here and learn the plays, learn the system, learn the playbook. All you got to learn is personnel, formations. I don't know what they call their motions. Like, it's, it's, he's been playing football his whole life. It wouldn't take that long. People, oh, it would take weeks for him to develop the chemistry. No, it wouldn't. This guy is leading the league in touchdown passes. This is Kirk Cousins. This is you like that. Kirk Cousins, they all have they all have these iPads now. So as soon as that trade got done, or as soon as there were even whispers of it getting done, they'd be like, do-do-do-do-do, here you go, Kirk. Download the playbook. Get familiar while you're flying from Minnesota to, to Newark. Get familiar. Familiarize yourself with our wordage, how we call our formations plays, what we call our motions. And by the time he lands, he's like, I got a good grasp of it. Then you get into practice. It's uh, Blue 42 set up. Like, I, I'm, I keep hearing people, oh, it would take too long. It's taking Zach Wilson too long to learn how to play quarterback. Kirk Cousins know how to know how to play quarterback. It wouldn't take him that long to figure out uh, Nathaniel Hackett's offense. 877-337-6666. Break. Marco will hit you with the update. And when we come back, my Casamigos big shot of the night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.